It's planting season, and it's not too late to make sure your crops grow up fed and happy. Regardless of your spring crop, Fed and Happy offers a variety of worm-casting solutions in liquid and solid form to supercharge your soil, your yields, and your profitability. For fast, vibrant germination and seedling growth, mix your seed with Fed and Happy's screened granular castings pre-drilling. The Fed and Happy liquid seed treat and extracts offer the ideal mix of soluble solids loaded with living beneficial biology, mycorrhizal fungi, humates, and more. The Fed and Happy small spreadable castings are ideal for fast, easy soil incorporation. The large offer long-term stability and soil growth. But you don't have to figure this out on your own. Just call 833-GO-WORMS to speak with our farm team experts for a fast turnaround on a custom solution for your needs. Fare better against pests, disease, drought, and other potential hazards this season with Fed and Happy Worm Castings. Visit FedandHappy.com for a healthy harvest and any lawn, garden, and tree care needs. Available for pickup and on-farm delivery. That's F-E-D-N-Happy.com. Or call 833-GO-WORMS. Happy planting. Welcome. You're listening to Casually Baked, the podcast. Home base for the can of curious. Thanks for tuning in. It's hot time. We had a hot time. Together. Together. Yes, it's hot time. We had a hot time. Together. Hi, y'all. I'm Joe, your host and cannabis lifestyle guide, and I'm coming off of my not-so-best week in a while. Six days ago, I shot straight up out of bed at 5 a.m. with 1099s and taxes on my brain. There were already about 50 other work and personal things on the list before those 1099s and the updated mailing address I apparently failed to share with anybody. (sighs) Apparently, I'm too busy working and creating content to adult like a proper grown-up. When my alarm went off 15 minutes later, I realized there was an elephant sitting on my chest and I was struggling to breathe. I'm the person who pays almost $700 per month for health insurance, but doesn't have a primary care physician or make time to go to the dentist. Seriously, people, I need a personal life assistant. But alas, it was just me with this heaviness on me like stink on shit. I microdosed, but I couldn't shake the heaviness during meditation or yoga or on the long-ass walk I took after that. I even called my sister for an energy session. Talking to Crystal always helps me dial it down, but no sooner than we'd hung up, the pain and pressure ramped back up. It's like the side stitch you get on a long run, coupled with taking a dodgeball to the gut. I hadn't experienced a full-on anxiety attack in a really long time, and frankly, it caught me by surprise. I thought that my daily meditation, 
mindful living, and getting paid to be myself had cured me of that nonsense. But the truth is, stress is unavoidable. Outside factors like an asshole of a boss or less-than-ideal family situations. Maybe the in-laws are on an extended stay or someone in your family needs full-time care. The financial and physical stress of moving or major life changes like having a baby or paying for college. All kinds of shit causes stress in our lives. And then there are the stresses we create for ourselves through avoidance, negative self-talk, and terrible storytelling. Our minds can be a breeding ground for fear and uncertainty to manifest its way right in front of our nose, or in my case, as an elephant on my chest. If stress isn't addressed and managed, it is the number one cause of pain and disease in our bodies. And you know what that means. When we feel bad, we go to the doctor and we let him or her put names on these terrible things we're experiencing, which then get treated with pills that make us feel less. They make us numb out and be less of who we are. We put a Band-Aid on the symptoms without treating the root cause. As for me, I quit the antidepressants, anti-anxiety pills, and sleeping pills a long time ago, and I'm never going back. So, I thought I'd do us both a solid by talking through keys to controlling anxiety during stressful times. I'll also share how I use cannabis to process my stress and treat my anxiety. So settle in and take a couple of deep cleansing breaths. (sighs) It's time to get casually baked. I got the bottle of wine, the high dollar kind. I got the West Coast smoke, but I better just take one. The first thing we can do to help ourselves through an anxiety or panic attack is to recognize it and understand what's happening in our body. Anxiety or panic attacks look different for everyone, so I thought I'd start with a list of symptoms that typically characterize the experience. A feeling of overwhelming fear, or feelings of going crazy or losing control, feeling like you're in grave danger or that you might pass out, or a surge of doom and gloom, or an urgency to escape, dizziness, trembling, sweating, shortness of breath, chest pressure or pain, turning pale. I mean, I do that all the time, but whatever. (laughs) Feeling detached from reality, being weak in the knees, burning skin, pins and needles, hot and cold flashes, numbness and tingling sensations. So, These symptoms that I just listed can be accompanied by a tightening of the throat or a choking sensation, um, a feeling of confusion, or feeling like you're in a dreamlike state, or feeling detached from reality, dizziness, lightheartedness, unsteadiness, emotional distress and upset, the inability to calm yourself down a tightness or knots in your stomach, nausea, a panicky feeling, a pounding racing heart, 
a sudden urge to go to the bathroom or to vomit or to feel like you just need to burst out crying. Anxiety attacks can be powerful experiences physically, psychologically, and emotionally speaking. But they don't happen by chance. So instead of masking the symptoms, we can gain control by understanding the root cause. Anxiety or panic attacks have two main causes. There's voluntary anxiety attacks. They are when we worry something really bad may happen and the body responds with a high-degree stress response. The other kind is an involuntary anxiety attack. That happens when the body activates a high-degree stress response due to persistently elevated stress. When we're in real danger, the stress response is our ally. The body's activation of the stress response causes the body to secrete stress hormones in the bloodstream, where they travel to targeted spots in the body to bring about specific physiological, psychological, and emotional changes that enhance our body's ability to deal with a threat. It's our fight-or-flight response. And the degree of stress response is directly proportional to the degree of perceived threat. As the degree of stress response increases, so does the intensity and magnitude of the changes and physical feelings we're having in our body. So the sooner you can recognize what's happening and calm yourself, the sooner you'll gain control. So let's dive into how we do that. First off, in any and all situations, let breathing be the very first thing you do. There is such power in controlling our breath and using it as a tool to quiet the mind and ground the body. When I'm actively in my struggle with anxiety, I can't take a deep breath. It feels impossible. My friend Jane taught me to push through my exhale when that happens. If you want to try it right now, take a breath and on your next exhale, keep pushing. Keep exhaling until the bitter end when your lungs physically can't empty anymore. At that point, the only thing left is the equal and opposite reaction of a big, vibrant inhale. Ride that wave to begin a series of breaths that will naturally become deeper. Do it until the pain in your chest loosens and you can return to your natural breath. During bouts of anxiety, my breathing will still feel a bit labored, but it's much better. In fact, my breathing was labored for several days after my initial anxiety attack. This next suggestion might make you feel silly at first. At least it did for me until I realized that it works, so now I just don't care. Following my sister Crystal's advice, when you're breathing through a difficult moment, when you exhale, make an audible sigh and add soothing self-talk to the equation. So if you want to get a nice little visual, picture me walking around downtown Oakland like this. Oh, oh, bless your heart. Bless your heart. I hear you. Oh, what do you need? I'm listening. Yes. Thank you for telling me you don't feel good. Oh, I love you. I'm listening. Yes. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. 
I totally sound like a super compassionate crazy person walking around my neighborhood. (sighs) But you gotta do what you gotta do. So yeah, breathing. When you can breathe again, you can think rationally. I took a dose of my Soothe and Calm CBD drops and sat down to sort through the piles of shit in my mind. In any other instance, my first inclination would be to smoke a bowl. But when it comes to high levels of anxiety, I find it's best to limit the amount of THC I use. High CBD joints are great if you're really jonesing to smoke and just have that habit or need that ritual. But I find when I've taken a proverbial dodgeball to the gut and my breathing is labored, those moments are an ideal opportunity to take a break from smoking altogether and lean heavily on infused oils, tinctures, teas, and honey to get my daily dose of cannabinoids. I personally curbed smoking and high THC consumption for five days after the episode. I am a believer in the entourage effect, and I use cannabis like a multivitamin. So starting the next day, I did incorporate a balanced microdose of CBD and THC using one of my favorite tinctures. Crystal always says, if you feel bad doing what you're doing, then do something else. And that is much easier to do when you're paying attention. So imagine... I'm sitting still, breathing, sipping hot tea with CBD, soothing myself, and listening to my body. Sitting down made the stitch in my side deeper, and lying down pushed it up into my throat. And going for a walk earlier hadn't helped things either. So I ran a hot bath and added some CBD bath salts and turned on some bio music. I know what you're thinking. Um, did she just say bio music? What in the hell is she talking about? Well, I'm glad you're curious. Bio music is created with a frequency process that produces unified fields of sound waves. These waves are said to revitalize the water molecules in our body and help free it from various forms of stress. Now, I read that in my Breathe Meditation app as I scrolled through the music section looking for something soothing. I didn't know about bio music. I found it under music therapy and was like, uh, yeah, done, let's do this. So I kept reading and when listening to bio music, we're instructed to listen with our eyes closed in a comfortable seat or lying down as if we're in meditation. Focus on the music, eyes closed, connecting with the music, noticing various sensations in the body as the stress detangles itself and allows the energy to move. I'm sure it was a combination of all of the things, the CBD I'd ingested, the hot medicated bath, the bio music, and the breathing, but I did start feeling the energy shift. I experienced physical pain as the energy rolled through my body like a rolling pin. But the fact that it was moving at all was a huge relief. With anxiety, once you've calmed yourself and are beginning to feel better, it's so important to continue finding ways to raise our vibration. One of the things I found most powerful in my life 
is to simply call out the giant pink elephant sitting on my chest to get it to move. I won't bore you with the details, but I have a shit ton going on both personally and professionally, and I usually manage it all quite gracefully. But this time, I had to take a knee. I called a client who I have a big production project with and told them how I was feeling and the things I was stressing out about on their project. They were so understanding and explained that they weren't worried about any of those things, and I was doing a great job and to feel better. And that's it. They told me to take care of myself. I picked up that phone with my anxiety around an eight. And when I hung up, it was a six. Easily. That phone call was less than five minutes. That was only one of the things on my anxiety-riddled list, and scratching it off made a pretty substantial difference in how I was feeling. I then sent an email to my biggest client about the wrong mailing address and the missing tax form, and seriously, within 20 minutes, it was updated and a digital copy was delivered to my inbox. When I saw that, I felt the grip on my guts loosen a little more. The point is, don't lay around feeling too bad to do anything. The tiniest little actions can make a huge difference and help you turn the tables from feeling hopeless to feeling empowered to recognize what you need to do to make yourself feel better. After I crossed some of the seemingly big and scary stuff off of the list, I felt better but things were still pretty uncomfortable in my body. So I called my mom. As she tried to soothe me like moms do, I told her I couldn't tell if I needed to burp, fart, shit, or puke. (laughs) We had a good laugh about it. Which, laughter is always an excellent medicine. So when you feel bad, find a way to laugh. Call a friend that makes you laugh. Watch Dave Chappelle on Netflix. Do something to make yourself laugh. I spent the afternoon cycling through breathing and meditation and taking small, actionable steps to relieve some of my feelings of overwhelm. I was physically wiped out by 7.30 that evening, and I slept for almost 12 hours. Sleep is so important when you are feeling stressed and anxious. It took me six days to feel back to normal. But because I was aware that I suffered from an involuntary anxiety attack, it didn't spiral into depression, which seems to happen a lot when people aren't exactly aware of what's happening in their body. I'm a creator and an entrepreneur. I know that I have so much going on right now, and I love what I'm doing. So it really didn't occur to me that my consistent overdoing it would manifest like this. I mean, I roll, but, you know, now I know. Our bodies are good like that, and they do not like to be ignored. Mine told me to slow the fuck down. What's your body telling you? If you suffer from debilitating stress and anxiety, I encourage you to check out Podcast 69, The Energy Element. If someone you care about could benefit from this information, I hope you'll share this episode with them. I'll include links in the show notes for my favorite products for treating my anxiety symptoms. If you don't live in California, you'll at least be able to find a comparable product where you live. 
And if you're looking to save money, I'll also share a recipe for making your own CBD oil at home. Check the podcast 76 show notes at casuallybaked.com. If you appreciate me pulling back the curtain on my casually baked life, please consider reviewing the podcast on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Connect with me on social at Casually Baked. It means so much to me to hear how you're using the things you're learning on the show to make positive changes in your own life. We've got to take care of each other, people. It takes a village, and I'm proud that you're a part of mine. We had a time together. Casually Baked, the podcast was created, recorded, and produced by yours truly. Editing and sound design are in the capable hands of Arnav Gupta. The podcast theme music is by my highly talented friend, Seth Walker. If you aren't familiar with Seth's music, you can find High Time on his album, Gotta Get Back, wherever you're buying your music these days. I know he didn't create High Time for me, but it sure as shit sounds like he did, right? I hope you'll tune in next time. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. 99.9% of our DNA is identical. It's a 0.1% that truly makes us different and unique. And that's what the show is about. Find out that 0.1% about your favorite guests. Find out what music they like their first cannabis experience, and even what their room looked like growing up. But more importantly, or as important, their journey. Learn what makes them unique on Everything is Personal.